Put your fucking money where your mouth is. Put your fucking money where your mouth is. Put your fucking money where your mouth is. Where your mouth is. Where your mouth is. Let's start the show. Sports-based product. It's dear Tony. And it's Wilson. Dear Tony Pod at gmail.com, I think. That's pretty professional. I'm on a quest to do a professional introduction to the Workers Club. I'm going to do it. I'm sure, Larry saw the feed and was like, he's, he's uploading the movies again. But I felt bad that I haven't been doing this. And so I'm like, you're getting the two movies that we've been talking about killing time at the Workers Club. I don't know the email to that or I'd say it. But also, it's just the holidays, it's busy, family, you know, get togethers, all that stuff. Yada, yada. But everything's great, fine, good. Uh, had a lovely dinner with my wife last night. Um, hope everybody had a good Christmas and is going to have a good New Year. Uh, hope you got everything that you wanted, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> Uh, I got a p- new pair of work boots from my wife because after all, I am a worker. And then also, the other side of the coin, I also got a n- new pair of going out shoes. You know, kind of like uh, fancy casual shoes to replace the other ones that have been used for quite a while. So there you go. What else did I get? Oh, she got me some things. You know, you put up the things for this help the sound. You know, when you record stuff. So that's that's cute. That she's you know like I'm gonna help you with your stupid podcast thing. That's fun. You know, when uh, I got all uh, snippy about uh, Tony Khan saying, "Put your money where your mouth is," uh, or "Put your uh, money where your fucking mouth is," what reason? Uh, with his, uh, which I called it, <laughs> I think I called it a Baba scarf. It's the Inoki scarf, is it not? Am I messing it up again? Whoops. I also was listening back to the Workers Club thing, and I called uh, Last Temptation of Christ, Passion of Christ. Look, I, I, I'm not very well spoken. What are you going to do? But uh, I... Got snippy, but you know, I, I've been out on AW. I have not watched a dynamite in some few weeks three, four. Uh, uh, I've like seen some of the Continental Classic matches, uh, and uh, they're they were fine. And uh, from what I can tell from the Discord and stuff, slowly the other stuff is kind of. Uh, we were not a fan of the NXT stuff, uh, like the community theater stuff has been minimized. And tonight's pay-per-view. And uh, Tony is kind of pitching it like it's going to be a turning over 
a new leaf, a, a show of reveals, and kind of maybe we're wrapping up the devil storyline, and we'll see what uh, you know. Time to move forward, uh, perhaps as we head into Sting's retirement show. Uh, <clears throat> remember when I said that the Sting thing would be botched, you know, or like mishandled in Classic A to be where it's like pretty good but could have been better or you have a question like why what's that about what i feel like sting and darby have just been off tv and kind of just listless but they do have time they did just show up uh i don't like that aw has to have these like crisis of identities uh you know like every couple years it seems like tony's got like refocus and recharge and uh realize oh shoot the people i have making decisions i that's not good uh but the thing that bothered me the most on this recent media call that he did so you know he had the the line you know put your money where your mouth is if you want what made aw uh popular uh amongst its fan base and watchable and made people suggest it to other people then you know watch this continental classic yes stupid piece of shit you know uh, he didn't call people, but you know, it's intoned that uh, his fan base was crying, whining. Uh, well, then now he comes on this media call and he goes, "Well, actually, he said, did he really? He said the words controlled set, or uh, he was doing an experiment. He was doing shitty booking to see if people wanted that. And then he was doing the regular AEW stuff, Tournament Tony, and the Continental Classic, and just promos and that, and just your basic meat and potatoes wrestling. And it turns out that ratings and tickets and stuff like that, they like that stuff. The AEW fan base likes the AEW stuff. They don't like the WWE stuff. You know, it's almost like we were taught we have more, more than just, not just me, other people talking about it, going, what the fuck is going on here? Why are we, why is he, what, too many cooks in the kitchen? What is this shit? But he's, Tony's not mad. He's not taking the L. He was, he would like you to know he's actually, it was an experiment all along. And now the results are in. And uh, everybody that was like, what the fuck is this was uh, right. And he says, now, going forward, the idea is more of that, less of the other shit. Uh, which, I'm not saying, not every Dynamite's got to be like every segment's a whole. I'm not asking for that. I've talked about it. Go back to any uh, popular attitude or Nitro, whatever. There's sh there's always shit amongst the, the gems. But man, some of those dynamites there for a minute with the, the MGF and like that was brutal. That was brutal stuff. It's been a brutal summer, and that's with the Wembley show. That was, <laughs> but even the Wembley show had the Jungle Boy Punk stuff. This this company, I feel like can't catch a break. Speaking of which, MGF feels like that. Look at that segue. Drinking right now a little little cranberry moscow mule that i made myself got, got some uh fancy ice molds you know got the fancy little glass with the you can't see it but it's got the uh 
it's like a textured, you know, old textured glass. Uh, with the pattern, the diamond pattern. Anyways, uh, MGF. Is it a meme at this point or like part of who he is? It usually is relegated to Twitter where he'll be like, let me tell you all something. I hear you. I see you. Hey, y'all just wanted to know, just say that I'm, I'm working, you know, I see the comments. Hey, you know, I'm going to try, you know, it's just, I don't know what this is, what this bit is. It's not a bit. He would, he would say it's, 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 it's him. And I, I feel bad that he, he at least portrays himself as very gotten to. But he put out a uh, a missive leading up to tonight's card, and uh, it's titled "I have some things to say. Please read," which is very bloggy. I don't know. This is this was in the Players Tribune, which it's basically a place for uh, you know Eddie wrote about his mental health there, Eddie Kingston. It's generally a place for players to do uh, creative writing, I suppose. This should be on the Workers Club but podcast, but we're going to do it right here. I'm going to read this and, and just, you know, we'll pause when I have thoughts. Okay. <clears throat> MGF here. I don't usually do stuff like this. Wrong. Pause. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> but I have shit to get off my chest and he's going to do this thing that's going to drive me nuts where he puts the asterisks in the vowels so it's not like fuck it's f asterisk s c asterisk c k s h why why that's that comes off even more bloggy like are they not allowed to cuss in the players tribune maybe they're not i was not aware of that i'm gonna google it can you swear in a Players Tribune article? A lot of people write the words I swear in their article. I see you are not alone. You should not be afraid. I swear to God. Uh, the things I've done. I swear I believed it. I swear we went from the blue line fighting for more. Okay, that's all that's coming up. How about I type in this? Since it's just picking up the word swear. Fuck. Players Tribune article. Nope, yeah, your si silence is a knee on my neck by Natasha Cloud, the Players Tribune. I don't fuck with you, period. I don't give a fuck if you gotta issue a statement. Uh, yeah, you can. You can, um... Looks like you can swear. Well, he didn't do that. Okay. Uh, I don't usually do stuff like this, but I have shit to get off my chest. I'm wrestling Samoa Joe for the world title on Saturday night, and I have no idea what's going to happen after that. You'll probably hear some stories about me over the next few days about my contract, about the injuries I've been dealing with, and about the condition my body's in, but about who knows what else. I'm sure it'll all leak. That's fine. Okay. The contract stuff, nobody talks about it anymore, I, I, I don't believe. One, because he stopped bringing it up. Uh, for the most part. Two, because I think everybody just came to the conclusion that when he came back, the only way he was coming back is if he had signed an extension. They, they just assumed that. Nor I don't, I, I don't think anybody really cares if he comes or goes. Um, especially these days when people are going, uh, sounds, seems like he wants to be like an NXT WWE. Like he wants to do that stuff. That's his, this is his canvas for his first title reign. And this is what he's painting. 
is this uh bullshit <laughs> uh which I think a lot of it from the AW point of view is it's like they really enjoy Max. I enjoy Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. And to see him doing that, to find out or be like to realize that this is his shit, that this is where he f- feels like he's going to get the most out of himself. It's like, oh, man, you know, his idol's Roddy Piper. And it's just like, Roddy Piper, like, you think about, about back to his WCW run and stuff like that, and just like, you know, he, he's meat and potatoes, man. Meat and potatoes. I, I don't need a whodunit. I don't need somebody pulling off a mask and revealing themselves. We'll get to that. Anyways. Uh, but this kind of, he sets this up to be like, I'm taking a break. I'm going to be taking a break. Uh, he is dealing with injuries. This is, again, we went through this. I feel like we talked about it back at the time. That what was Samoa Joe and Arthur Ashe. Uh, pull the trigger. Move the title onto Joe. Just transitional. Like, heat somebody up. I mean, if it was me, of course. I'm taking the title. I'm putting it on Joe. I'm hangman Hangman over Joe. Sorry. Okay, let me got a pause. Hold on. And we're back. Okay. Uh I'm doing Hangman over Joe. And then you got the Swerve Hangman program. You move to Swerve over Hangman at some point. Then you do Swerve and you got Moxley, who Moxley's beating him. Uh, you can do Swerve uh, Danielson. You can do Swerve Darby. You can do Swerve uh, shit. I mean, Keith Lee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, you can do uh, any number of things with Swerve. They've, they've been uh, doing a pretty decent job of building him up and, and people that he could feud with. But I think that you got to do uh, Hangman Swerve, and maybe you could even do Hangman wins the first, and then Swerve wins on the second. That's when he wins the world title, and on that second one, and uh, I don't know, but definitely it's it's time. I don't know what else there is for MJF to do too. Uh, at Cole's still on the shelf. Uh. What, I mean, who, who, what? Jungle Boy, if he's, oh, God, don't do it. I mean, or Ward Law. Uh, that poor guy, they had him coming out, and then it's just like, now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> once, I mean, I do not want to hear any articles in the future about Wardlow. Uh, Whatever happened to the war dog? Whatever happened to that guy? He was a blue chipper. Uh, of big guys, he's not that big. Though we've talked about this, the fact that Dave Meltzer thought he should have been world champion because of the mo- because of the moment, and it's like, for then then what? Then what? He's who? What? He can't. <laughs> come on, come on. So, anyways. MGF talks about uh, 
AEW. It's turning five. And uh, he talks about, uh, he kind of does this workers' rights thing. And by the way, he says in here that he's 5'8". Five, five, I've, I've watched past MJF in Minneapolis. Uh, I'm taller than MJF. And I'm not going to dox my height. But I think he's a little shorter than 5'8". <laughs> don't dare dox my height. That's uh, it. That's not a problem. That's the point. He's saying he's a short guy. And uh, that says something that he's a champion AEW, and that people are behind him. That's good. He talks about the people that actively root against the company. Those people are weird. I don't know why he decided to write this other than just get some thoughts out. It kind of comes off as like, uh, I don't know. WWE now has their their fans can do this for them. They have all these outlets that they can go to to do this kind of stuff for them. And so I don't, you know, you would never see somebody like coming out and going, WWE, this is why I love WWE. Uh, I feel like there's still that element. uh, I could see a Ric Flair writing this about WCW back in the day if he had, like, if it was the internet and he'd come out and go, or maybe uh, who? Maybe nah. Maybe who would pen something like that? Uh, Ric Flair came to mind because he gets, you know, he's very like, I die, I bleed this company, whatever company he's with. Uh, who would have written something like this for WCW in like ninety four five? God, Arn? No. Trying to think of who is the most. I feel like I'm missing somebody so clear. WCW roster, 1995. Colonel Robert Parker. <laughs> uh, Gordon Soley, maybe. A little pen, a little missive. This is why I love this company. Uh, Jean-Paul Levesque? No. I'm not seeing a lot of writers on Lanny Poffo, there you go, but he wouldn't care. He's not going to like defend the company. <laughs> Be like, these are some of the, my best matches. Check them out. So he goes and he thanks some people. This does again come off like MJF is going to, is like, hey, this is it. This is I'm gonna put a little capper on this of my first world title reign. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank Cody. Uh, you know, Tony Khan took a chance on him. Uh, he's talking about the people that helped build AEW, Kenny and the Bucks, the Elite. He has a good look. Hey, I'm on his side on this one. I always hear how polarizing they are, and my response is, thank fuck. Again, he censors himself. Literally every performer worth caring about is polarizing. Every athlete who I'd buy a ticket to watch, every artist who doesn't put me to sleep, I can probably count all the genuinely punk rock moments in recent wrestling history on two hands, and those dudes betting on themselves and winning is one of them. Accurate. Where's uh, where's the lie? Tell me when I'm telling lies. Uh as as uh, punk he does uh, nod towards punk a few times jericho let's talk about the jericho thing right now so nick houseman went on a podcast and alluded that uh 
that he's the Harvey uh, Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein of uh, wrestling, <laughs> which is, or he's like he's. Uh, I ask, I'm, I might I might be misquoting uh, Nick Houseman, but you think Vince would have taken that one? But uh, uh, it's it's he's alluding to Jericho, and then some. So then Twitter started uh, acting up about it, and. Uh, Kylie Ray, remember Kylie Ray, uh, put a heart emoji comment to somebody that was like, "Is who's going to speak up about you know what women are finally going to speak up about Chris Jericho?" There was this rumor apparently that Kylie Ray was invited into Jericho's dressing room and she assumed there would be other people there. There were not. He made a pass, and uh, it didn't go over well. Uh, so we'll see where that goes, if anywhere. Uh, Jericho's been having a fun holiday uh, Twitter feuding with uh, Cornette's lawyer, Punk's lawyer, and all that other stuff. Uh, all these stories end in tragedy, right? Like the Chris Jericho AEW story is not going to end well, right? Right? They never do. None of these wrestling stories. I think Tony Khan is slowly realizing no wrestling story. None of your big stars. It never ends well. It always ends with some bitterness uh speaking of the twitter thing tony khan brought up that he's trying to stay like he's not taking twitter so seriously bro you should have never been taking it serious to begin with my god taking twitter seriously the app what do you call it the app where the wrestling world comes together please tony somebody shake tony you take him by the the scarf and just give him a good shake and go what are you talking about stop Stop being online. You just need to listen to Dear Tony. It's literally written to you. It's right there in the name. Slap, slap. He's got all the great ideas. You have to listen to him sniff and say, uh, but you'll get some, you'll get some gems at some point. Moxley. Yeah, the originals. I'm not going to read all this. It is just like our fans, okay? They're the best. Fucking sue me. They're smart. They're passionate. And simply put, they love this shit. (sighs) Then he puts his own title defenses in order, which... Okay. Uh, you know, I can't, he's had some good matches and some not great matches. Danielson was great. Didn't watch the Omega match. Don't recall watching it. Uh, which, you know, this is what happens. I, you know, you check me out. I'm, I, I'm, hey, I, I'm not a liar. <laughs> if I say, I don't like this, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I'm casually, if anything, like kind of like keeping, keeping you kind of at bay, just kind of checking you out from a distance, seeing when when things turn around, when you're gonna do things that what I want, <laughs> more or less. Uh, you know, the guy's just like, look, I was a nobody five years ago. Now I'm a somebody. Don't know if he needed to write a blog about it. 
and he just says, I'm tired. And he is injured, so. And then he gets into his Jewishness, which he kind of keeps waffling before. I don't know, like, he feels, look, this is another example of you got to get off of social media. You're going to see so much more hate there. And it's just, it's out in the ether. It's just, it, it's it's the worst of the worst. It's the absolute, blow the site up. End it. End it. Uh, um, he says he's going to have a hell of a match with Samojo. Okay, well, let's look at this card. Let's go. Let's look. What's, what is this card? Here we go. Let's go from the bottom to the top. Let's do some predictions. Why not? The Zero Hour Pre-Show, FTW Champion Hook versus Wheeler Yuta, FTW Rules Match. Don't know what FTW Rules Match means. Oh, whoops, hold on. Zero Hour Pre-Show, Chris Statlander versus Willow Nightingale. Why? I don't know. Dave Meltzer in the mud. Oh, speaking of Dave, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. If this Chris Jericho stuff blows up and picks up steam to hear Dave's two sides to every story, I don't even think anybody wants Dave to condemn people when there's sexual assault or sex pestness going on. I don't think they want Dave to condemn anybody. I think they just want Dave to stop talking after he's delivered the news of what the accusations are. Because inevitably, he cannot help himself. He must. He must go, uh, well, you know, there's uh, some stuff going on, but there's two sides to every story. You know, you're not. Uh, in it, you're not guilty until the court of law. Uh, you're innocent until uh, you know. And then I had that girlfriend, and uh, you know, and essentially it's like this weird uh, thing where he's kind of circling around saying bitches be crazy, uh, and he feels obligated that he must say this part, like he must say it because it's true in that. There are two sides to a story, but you don't have to. You could just report the news and then go, and that's that. Uh, he's very, you know, well, until I see any kind of legal proceedings, I, I just don't see what the story is. Uh, so, Dave, will, like he comes across like willfully obtuse about certain things. Because of age and, I don't know, possible friendships involved. It's fun. I enjoy it just seeing Dave <laughs> yammer. Uh, so, Chris Stantler, Statlander versus Will and I. doesn't say for the TBS title. Is she? Oh, she's not the, okay. Statlander's not the TBS champion, is she? Haven't been watching uh, versus Willow. I thought I heard that Willow saved. I don't know. Uh, Hook versus Wheeler Yuta. Don't know what FTW rules match is. Wheeler Yuta going to eat a pin? That poor guy. Uh, Zero pre show 20 man battle royal for a future TNT title shot. Competitors to be announced. Assuming who's TNT? Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland. That stuff was decent. Edge out there just doing his thing. 
Uh, I'm assuming Adam Copeland wins, or this feud must. Oh God, I hope this feud doesn't have to keep it going. Adam Copeland wins, so I'm guessing a a, a, a bad guy is going to win that battle royal. Uh, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia. What a weird versus Jay White. So this is a, a Connell Classic throwing things in thing. Uh, okay. I don't hate that match. Isn't Danielson wrestling tomorrow at Wrestle Kingdom? My God, what a what a champ. What a what a guy. Uh is that match still on Okada? Yeah, Okada Danielson. Uh Sting, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Chris Jericho versus Big Bill, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobson. Takeshita. I thought it was Fletcher. They get changed to Takeshita. Eh, whatever. Uh, don't care. Not. Don't even have a prediction. Do not care. Uh, I did hear that it was supposed to be Omega and Jericho, and then they were going to win the titles and then move into a feud with the Bucks. Bucks, I gotta tell you, <laughs> Bucks, they've got to. They did a little bit of, you know, we, we got to take a break. They were listless. I don't know what was going on. I don't know what's going on with them. They very much feud with people that they feel safe with. <laughs> it's rare to see them, in AEW at least, be like, oh, we're feuding with this completely. We have no history with these people. Hey, the big stars. I don't know. That's a that's I don't know if I can throw that around. They're not around enough to say the uh I think they've lost a little bit of their uh heat. Uh the Bucks, I think the Bucks do need to do something to kind of like shake people a little bit, shake it up. Uh Andrade El Idolo versus Miro, do not care. Do not care. There's definitely guys in AEW where you know they're just waiting to get out, and you're like, "Well, I don't. If you don't want to be here, why do I want to watch?" And it's two of them. <laughs> uh, Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. That's very funny, and Keith Lee's gonna lose. Uh, TBS champion Julia Hart versus Abaddon. Okay, don't care. Tony Storm versus Rio, don't care. Where's, when's Jamie Hayter coming back? And Christian Cage versus Copeland, no DQ match. Of course, it's going to be so, God, it's going to be so. Uh, Adam Copeland's going to go to that place. He's going to dig deep and go to that place. Uh, they're going to do, there's going to be something silly they do that. They've, you know, the whole man, I don't care. Eddie Kingston versus Moxley, cool. Uh, and uh, I think Moxley should win, sure. Uh, where's the international title? Who's got that? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? Is it uh, Orange Cassidy? Why isn't he defending it? Where's he? Taking a break. Don't want anybody to get too hot. Uh, and then Samoa Joe. God, I was thinking about buying this card, and now I'm like, eh, eh. MJF versus Samoa Joe. God help me. Let's go. Samoa Joe wins. They unveil the devil. You know, they move on. Let's go here on this. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. 
arm's length. God, am I going to buy this show? Let's go into the Discord and see if anybody else is buying the show. There was no match that stuck to me that came out where I'm like, oh my god, this match looks nice. I can't. Granted, I haven't been watching any of the builds, so it's like, okay. Any other than that, what's been going on? Not much. I crossed my mind. Oh, should I just hate watch AW? But I don't like that. That's so easy to be like. I'm watching this thing that I hate. I make fun of it. I mean, we do, we're doing that over in the workers' club. I hate these books we're reading. I hate them. I don't like them. Okay, Mick Foley's has been okay. I don't. I didn't hate Brett's. There's only one book that I really didn't like. <laughs> uh, oh man, this is a classic uh, vintage. What, what? What? This is episode thirty-six. All right, just kind of a slow death of an ending. Very nice. Um. I'm optimistic. Can you hear me crunching ice? I'm optimistic. Um, rumors are back up that they're going to sign uh, Monet. We shall see. I don't know if that will make the women's division any better. Sky Blue is... There. Tough stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, my New Year's resolution is to learn card tricks. Which. Oh, yeah. That's happening. I need to go, actually. I need to go get that cards. Uh, I need to go get them. I, have a, I brought my card... Uh, Okay, so I had cards at the shop, and I did that because I would we would play uh, poker or whatever, and then uh, I was like, man, I should learn card tricks with this with these cards, <laughs> like ones where you like pick a card, those kind of tricks. Not like I'm like not shooting them out of my sleeves. I've mastered one, so now I need to go down to the car and get that. I'm gonna blow the minds of my family right now. They're going to be like, whoa. All right. Bye.